Hey everybody, welcome to the Retire 25 Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Royball, and today we have a very special entrepreneur guest with us, Javante Ham. Javante, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm blessed. Less, yeah. less than nothing less. <laughs> that's right, that's right, man. So you know what? Let's jump straight into it, Javante. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about you know your journey? What got you into entrepreneurship and what you know, why didn't you want to go the traditional route? Man. So uh, I got into entrepreneurship, man. I actually been an entrepreneur my whole life, man. Uh, so I, I got, was, uh, grew up down south uh, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And uh, it's just a hustling mentality, you know. Uh, where I'm from, if you don't have no money, you know, it's, you dead, basically. You know, you, you, you know, if you don't have no money, man. So I come from a culture, man, of, of people who hustle, you know. My daddy was a hustler. My granddaddy was a hustler. You know, so uh, the good thing about uh, where I'm from uh, is it's kind of like a, a a blessing and a curse at the same time. Mm-hmm. Is that man? We always got that hustler mentality, yeah. uh, even though you know a lot of people don't get it the right way. But that mentality stuck with me uh, yeah. since since I was in elementary school. I'm selling something, uh, going to middle school, high school. You know, doing a a, a lot of di- probably not the right the, the right thing. You know, but. Uh, I kind of got started early, man, uh, doing, I want to say, uh, when I was in college, uh, so I graduated from uh, high school. High school, man, I was uh, playing football, so I ended up getting a scholarship uh, at the Prairie View A&M University. And so when I got a scholarship at the Prairie View to uh, play football, I got out here, and uh, it's HBCU, so, you know, I was promised a lot of things, and then when I got out here, uh, it was kind of like I, I went on the back burner, and you know, so my uh, my you know my family not really don't really have a lot of money, you know, uh, come from basically the projects, you know, uh, rough area down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, so they didn't have any money for me to uh, you know sending me money or nothing like that, you know. So uh, we would get a Pell grant, and so man, uh, that's when my real hustling started, you know. So uh, when I got that, when I when I started getting a Pell grants, you know, the first First couple, first couple. I think the first two Pell grants, I just let it just go by the wayside. Going to buy, you know, going to going to the mall as soon as I get it, man. I think one time I was got the Pell grant and what when we get it in September, I probably was broke by you know two weeks later. Uh, and so, yeah. so man, I I, I kind of told myself, man, I had to do something different. So uh, the entrepreneur, the the official entrepreneurship journey started then. So uh, I started, man, I started selling shoes. Uh, everybody, everybody now getting on the AliExpress wave, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I was on AliExpress way back in, man, I want to say this was like 2014. So uh, how it started, man, I was getting me some fluky, uh, what I think I started with, what, Yeezys? Wow. So, uh, but this was when Yeezys first came out. Nobody yeah. really had Yeezys, so. People ain't know how if they was real, like if they was fake, you know. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, but they look authentic. So I found me a vendor on AliExpress, man, and that's when it started. Mm. Uh, that's when the entrepreneurship journey started, uh, man. And, and man, when I tell you, I was the only person at Prairie with the Yeezy. So people just coming to buy, man. I'm, I'm saying, I think so. I was buying them for about sixty, seventy dollars and selling them for. Some it, it just matter it, it just uh, depend on who you were. Some people was getting it for two seventy five. Some people was getting it for three fifty. Yeah. So man, I think the one time man, I think I sold ten pair of shoes in one day. So the money just started coming in. Yeah, money yeah. was 
Yeah, man, the, the money was coming in, and uh, that's kind of that's kind of when the entrepreneurship spirit kind of you know just came in me and say, mm. no man, just that hustling mentality now with me not having you know any money coming in from my parents and things like that, and, and that, that spirit just kind of kicked in, and then I yeah. said, man, if I can do this, you know, uh, sky the limit, you know. So yeah. once that once that kind of uh, that hustle, you know how hustles can kind of how they wave. Right. Until when uh, I was probably doing it for like a year two, and then a lot of other people started getting onto it. And I think a lot of those Chinese people start, you know, uh, doing ads and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of people started just trying out different vendors and stuff from China. And I think that was like 2015 mm-hmm. when a lot of people started started really, um, you know, finding out about that wave. So uh, I kind of switched lanes. And so I was in college, and I started. Uh, I was looking for another hustle, mm-hmm. like I was saying, man. Uh, I uh I was looking for another hustle and then I found that that next hustle and that hustle was party promoting and so man I go to HBCU and, and the party scene at Prairie View is crazy so I knew that you know that's that was one way for me to get some money so I ended up uh I kind of used my resources around me I ended up pledging uh, Cap Alpha Psi uh, I think my uh, 2016 I ended up pledging uh, Cap Alpha Psi 2016 and became an instant celebrity overnight. I got to school, so I don't know if you are familiar. You you probably familiar. I know you. I don't know if you went to HBCU, but no, I went. I went to Arizona State. Okay, I was, I was gonna play, but then I I wasn't really too involved with my school. You know, I was just right. I was just trying to finish my two years. Right, nah, nah, man. I, I completely understand, but I just say it to uh, you know just so you you know the culture of it though. Yeah, you know, yeah. so basically you know how a lot of people was using it to get girls mm-hmm. and you know. The, I saying I wasn't doing a little bit of that, but <laughs> I was I was thinking I was always had the entrepreneurship spirit, mm-hmm. you know. So uh man, I ended up, man, I, I used that popularity uh to start party promoting, man. Mm-hmm. And it took off again. So that was my kind of my second stint in entrepreneurship. And uh I never really I, I was an engineer major, man, but I never never kind of uh, you know, I was an engineer major, I was playing football, but my, my whole journey was to go to the NFL. So if I didn't have a, uh, I didn't, uh, I ended up, you know, getting in a lot of trouble, man. My senior year and getting uh, losing my scholarship, and so man, uh, a lot of, lot of, lot of stuff happened, and I was going through a, a lot, a lot of stuff, you know. Uh, but uh, I ended up having to quit the football team and go and get a job because uh, I had a daughter on the way. So yeah. this, this uh, was, I want to say, 2017. Uh, my daughter was about to be born. And so I said, man, you know, let me straighten up. You know, I was going doing a, whole, a lot of bad stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, at this time, you know, I was doing some more hustling, but I wasn't doing it the right way. Yeah. So that's kind of what, um, you know, what, what, what I was I was still hustling, you know. That's still my entrepreneurship spirit getting in. And I was getting a lot of money at that time also. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when my daughter was born, man, you know, I, I kind of found my way, man. I ain't going to say I found my way, but Christ kind of found me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Christ found me. I, I changed my life, and uh, when when I changed my life, man, I said I wasn't gonna do. The, you know, I was gonna go and get me a job, and I was, you know, I was gonna do things the right way, mm-hmm. and you know, I was gonna, you know, be a good father and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. man, once I once I started that, man, I I, I got me a job. I, I started. I think I uh, got two jobs. I ended up getting a job at Best Buy and at Sears. And man, I was working like seven days a week, man, working so hard, getting treated mm-hmm. like a dog, yeah. getting treated like a dog. I think I was making six six dollars an hour at one, and like seventeen an hour at 
at, at the other man, but I basically was grinding, you know, and so ended up graduating school, man, and the Lord blessed me with a job, man, a great job. Uh, I, like I told you, I graduated with my engineering master's degree. I met with my engineer, uh, my bachelor's in uh, computer engineering. Mm-hmm. And so once I uh, graduated, man, I went to, out to Fort Worth, Texas. I got a job, man, making about $80,000, man. So fresh out of college, man. No, nah, it's not bad at all. You know, it's not, it's not bad at all. But man, I kind of found myself bored. So yeah. uh, once I, once I, uh, I, I found myself bored, and like I said, man, that, that, that entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit was always in me. Yeah. So, man, here I am now making all of this money. You know, I'm making all of this money, but it's not satisfying to me, man. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, I said, man, you know, I'm going to challenge myself. So I went back for the tuition reimbursement uh, program, and I ended up going and getting my master's. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, went, well, I got my master's, man, and now I'm sitting here like, now what, mm-hmm. you know? And so, man, I ended up, man, I, 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 I was praying, you know, uh, I was actually out in Fort Worth and my daughter was down here in Houston. And so, man, uh, you know, I did a lot of praying, a whole lot of praying, man. And, and a lot of that, you know, the kind of the transition that I was telling you that I was going through 2017 up until I think 2019, I think uh, 2018, no, 2019, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, I, I, it was heavy on my heart, man. Yeah. The days when I was going to work, I was making all that money, man. But I, like, the days just felt like I didn't even know what day of the week it was, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I said, man, you know what? I'm thinking about, you know, I, I wanted to challenge myself again. So I, I went, when I would come to work, I think at like six o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. We didn't have to be there till ten. So I was out working everybody, and it's just like. Man, I still wasn't satisfied, you know. Mm-hmm. So I ended up uh, at my desk, man. I wrote a whole novel at my uh, at my desk, man. So I got a book right here. Uh, it's called The Hood Scholar, man. It's a bestseller. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I ended up writing a book, man. And, and then it kind of started clicking to me. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I really got some talent. Like, you know, like I, I really, I really, I really got some talent, you know. And so... Uh, I just been, I was thinking at my desk, man, because now the books, I'm like, man, you know what? I need to, I need to find some way to get out of here, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I kind of was thinking uh, when the whole Gucci, I think, uh, I don't know if you remember when they blackface Gucci, uh, the blackface whole Gucci, con- the last controversy yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. basically happened before this controversy here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and when everybody was canceling everything, we like, we're going to buy black and all of that. So uh, it's a lot of platforms around now, but at the time, man, it wasn't no other platforms. Mm-hmm. And so, man, I, I start, I said, man, you know what? I was going to start that platform, you know, where people can do that at. And um, that's kind of what I did, man. I took a leap of faith. Uh, mm-hmm. I ended up creating the app. Um, I took a leap of faith, uh, jumped off a bridge, man, when I had 300 vendors. I mean, three, 30 vendors on the app. I jumped off the bridge, man, took that leap of faith and, uh, that's pretty much how I found myself and where I am now, man. I quit my job back in November. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's, um, I think it was around November 9th or something like that, man. And I can say here, I don't know how many months later, man, because you know how entrepreneurship is, man. You don't even yeah. know the days. You just know the grind. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, now, man, we have over 400, over 400 vendors on the app, man. We uh, got over 12. 13,000 downloads, you know, we, mm-hmm. we raising around right now, man. So, so, you know, everything started working in our favor, man, but 
that's I know it's a long story, man, but I wanted to tell every step and how how that entrepreneur how that entrepreneurship journey kind of played out, man. And, and all of those lessons and all of that stuff taught me a lot to what to where I can function the way that I do today. Yeah. And you know what? Those, you know, the story has to be told completely. You know, you can't you can't summarize your story, your journey, because all those steps led up to it, right? You know, how you said you're like you came from a place where it's all about hustle, right? Like you have to hustle to survive pretty much. And you know, that ultimately led to you being able to be where you are right now. Right. Most when, definitely. So when you quit your job, because you know, I never had a I never had a traditional job. I had I worked at LA Fitness for like a month. You know, I got like I got one right. two paychecks. I got two right. and I was just like, you know, this ain't for me. Like having someone right. tell, me, tell me anything is not for me. Right. Um, when I got straight when I graduated from Arizona State, I went straight into network marketing. So I never okay. had, you know, a, a job, I never had a boss, I never had anyone telling me what to do. Um, what was that feeling like in November when you said, you know, I'm gonna leave this job that's paying me eighty thousand a month a year to go and try to make this work like what was going through your mind like were you scared what was that like man i would i would, I would say yes yes man i was i was i was i ain't gonna say that i was terrified man but it, it just was a sense of uncertainty you know uh, but i'm big on faith man yeah. and so i ended up uh, i don't know if you know who michael todd is but uh michael todd michael todd is a preacher uh out of, i think tulsa oklahoma and so, like I was telling you, I used to get so scared. I mean, I used to get so bored at work. And, man, I was running laps around everybody. Like, uh -huh. I wasn't doing anything there, but I was just making it seem like I – man, it, it had got to the point to where I would get into work at 6, and at 7, I'd be ready to go. So, uh, I just started, like – I'd be on YouTube all day, like, researching <laughs> stuff for the app. All of that <laughs> stuff, man. Hey, getting paid for it. Getting paid good money to, you know, yeah. kind of – you know, that's that's what, what uh, the foundation of my company was built at. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would say, man, leading up into that, man, it was it was kind of a, a lot of uncertainty. But uh, he had a mess, a, a sermon series called Crazy Faith mm -hmm. that was going on. And, and I, I, st I was watching it every week, you know, so I, I, I went to church every Sunday. Yeah. But every Monday I would come in and I would watch it, you know, because I'd be on YouTube. Yeah. His thing would come up on there. So I just started watching it. And so week after week, it's like, you know, and I'm and mind you, I'm already driving to Houston every week to see my fiance and to see my daughter. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, man, you know, I, I'm scared. I'm like, man, I'm gonna do it. I'm telling my fiance, but then you know, I I'm I, I ain't man, I'll be a fool, you know, to quit my quit, you know, this is a job of people's dreams, you yeah. know. And I start asking people, you know, my mom and stuff, you know, my mom not really uh, don't have an entrepreneurial heart, you know, so Facts, not. No, nah, I wouldn't do that. You know, people at my job just saying how that's the job of their dreams and all of that stuff, man. But ultimately, man, I was feeling like ask myself. I asked myself, like, what am I doing? Uh -huh. So that feeling of uncertainty, push, you know, it, it, and seeing that crazy face series, man, it pushed me off. It pushed me off the edge. Yeah. It pushed me off the edge, you know. And, and and when I jumped, man, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know what was gonna happen. I actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. I took out. I, I was working there for a year. I took out my whole 401k. So yeah. I thought that that was gonna be some security. So I, you know, I'm still trying to control the narrative, mm -hmm. sort of, sort of say controlling the narrative myself by mm -hmm. taking out that 401k. Uh, and, and 
shortly after that, you know, I found out that fifteen thousand dollars is nothing. Basically, when you know when you steady just spend it and you're not making any money, man. So, yeah. man, I, I it, it was a it was a it was a a big feeling of uncertainty, man. But it was more faith than anything, you know. Yeah. So once I quit it, you know, two days later, two days later. We went viral on Twitter, man. My wife put out a tweet, and she was like, my husband, Coder, and developed his own app. This, that, and the third, man. And we got over a million impressions. So that kind of, you know, that kind of just made me like, okay, maybe it was the right, you know, maybe it was the right decision. Mm -hmm. Not maybe, but I was like, okay, I made the right decision. Yeah. You know, and then after that, man, everything just went on the up and up, you know. Yeah. Every, from that day till now, I haven't went without a thing to do, you know, so. That's that's kind of what what my what my what my head was at, man. When I quit. Mm. Okay, man. I mean, I would have been terrified. <laughs> you know, I tell you man. the truth, I would have been terrified. But man, like you said, you gotta take that leap. Uh -huh. it, 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 and and not to not to not to mention to you having a wife mm. and having a daughter. And yeah. I don't my 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 wife is my wife is not my daughter tomorrow. So mm -hmm. you know. I'm actually on child support too. So mm -hmm. just just imagine that thought process. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm like, man, well, what how I'm gonna do that? How I'm gonna do this? And that's that's a lot of a, a lot of the questions that I was asking myself, man. But that crazy face series kind of pumped me up, man. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know, man, but uh anybody listening or anybody who's thinking about, you know, making the leap of faith or uh, you know, thinking about stepping out on faith or doing anything, man, I suggest that they watch it. Cause man, he gon' he he gon' it, it. I felt as if he was talking right to me, man. Yeah. I know other people have told me the same thing, but that's kind of that push that you need when you when you when you gotta make a crucial decision like that. Because like you said, man, it's in our human nature to be scared. You no, know? exactly, exactly. And it you know, for success to exist, you have to you know in a way kill your kill your backups. You know, you you know, there's that story that famous story about burning your boats, right? If you want if you want to win the island, you have to burn your boats. Cause now you have no other chance, you have no other option. It's either you succeed or you die. And you know, when you're going through that, especially when you're going from, you know, having a, having a job to being an entrepreneur full time, making your dream, making something that's gonna make you happy, you have to have that, you know, that you can't have that that safety net. Right. The moment, the moment something goes hard, something gets difficult, something says, you know, you hit that first speed bump, you're going to be like, oh, no, nah, this ain't it. I'm, you're going to hey, back to your job. Man, you preaching, bro. <laughs> you preaching, bro. And, and, and that go back to t when I quit, I quit with that 401k. And I was thinking that 401k was my safety net. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, you got to burn the boat. Yep. And, it just seemed it just seemed as like that that fifteen thousand dollars went up in the wind, man. And I was basically on the island, like, what you gonna do now? You don't you don't got you don't got you don't got fifteen thousand dollars no more. Now you got five. So now what you gonna do? You got rent to pay. You got you know you got your child support to pay. Now what you gonna do? And that's when the and that's when the pressure started. And that's when, and that's when the grind kicked in. You know. Yeah. Yeah, especially you know fifteen thousand dollars is not it's not a lot, especially when you starting off. Because, you know, it, it might seem like you don't have that many dues, but, you know, you, between legal fees, setting up corporations, you know, any any little 
it's always the startup fees, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> it's the startup fees that kill you, right? Like, yes. To yes, start man. a corporation, you know, depending how you do it, but if you have an attorney do it for you, it can be anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars just right there, just for them to file everything correctly so that you're protected. And you know, my suggestion always, 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 always pay to have this stuff done correctly because it's a lot more expensive to be cheap. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's a lesson that I had to learn the hard way, man. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes, sir. Man, I think a lot of us learned that the hard way. <laughs> man. The, the, the. So, right now, what's your, what is your app? You've mentioned it a few times, but you haven't said the name yet, man. Give the audience. I didn't? I man. Let the audience know, it's, man. It's, it's called Melanoid Exchange. Uh, that's the name of the app. I didn't even know that I didn't say it, man. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I got off <laughs> You know, we started doing? off with we started off with the with, with the fire with the fire already on man. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's called Melanoid Exchange. It's in the uh uh the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, uh, at Melanoid Exchange on Instagram, same on Facebook. Man, it's it's it's, it's something special. You know, mm -hmm. it's a reason why it's going viral, and it's a lot of a lot of you know a lot of especially what was going on right now, man. It's 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 like we when I started all the way back then, I had a vision of this happening now. Yeah. But I didn't know that this was going to happen, man. But I, it's just something that God put in my heart. You know that now, man, it's, it's, it's going off the charts right now because now look, everybody trying to shop with minority-owned business, black business especially, you know. So yeah. uh, uh, that's, that's, that's what it is, man. Y'all can find it, man. Y'all can go and shop. Uh, we don't charge any uh, monthly fees. You can become a vendor. Uh, we only take 6%. Man, it's, it's really something special. I encourage any entrepreneurs, uh, any minority entrepreneurs, man, to most definitely check it out. Uh, follow us on Instagram, man. We give our entrepreneurial tips daily, uh, gems, gems, man, daily. So that's uh, that's what the, that's what the app kind of consists of. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. You know, for my business. Um, and yeah, if you if you have any kind of service, if you have a product, you gotta definitely check out Mono Exchange. Get your product up there. Get it in front of thousands and thousands of, of buyers pretty much yes man and right. they and they looking and they looking to buy from us man the whole thing and the whole purpose behind it the app man was just so you can be seen because now look in a situation like now uh everybody's saying oh i want to buy black i want to i want to do this i want to mm -hmm. do that then the third and i see i've been seeing famous people like tag a black business under it like is that realistic is that realistic who 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 are they gonna choose, man? They got ten thousand comments, a thousand yeah. comments, you know. Yeah. But a, a platform like ours enables, you know, if they really wanna, you know, if they really wanna do what they wanna say. That granted, you you wanna buy, granted, yes, you wanna buy black and all that, but you gonna buy something that you want and that you need, you know. And mm -hmm. that's the reason why we build the platform because it's 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 so organized, you know. Yeah. If you want shirts, if you want pants, if you want. We, man, we got a little bit. Of, we got pancake mix. We got <laughs> light bulbs on there, man. It's okay. it's a lot of stuff that that a, a lot of people didn't know that minority entrepreneurs uh, made, man. That yeah. are sold that that is on our app. Yeah. Nah, man, that's amazing. So when you came up with that idea, right? Was it always a storefront platform, or did you have an original idea and you kind of pivoted your way to where it is today? Man. So uh, right now, uh, when it started, I was thinking Amazon for black people. Mm -hmm. uh, then I ended up figuring out like, man, 
it's more than black people who suffer from this issue. So mm -hmm. I made it for minorities. Uh, and uh, man, COVID, COVID has really shown us, you know, the market, the market that we're in mm -hmm. is really a, a really profitable market. Yeah. Uh, however, man, we was able to see what, how can I word it? We were able to see what the real reason was. You know, like I said, man, the whole reason why we started it was to enable people to buy, you know, from entrepreneurs of color uh, and just be able to connect them with the world. And so COVID has 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 um, showed us, man, that I, that our market, we're in the right market. Uh, it's some things that we got to tweak, you know, and we mid pivot right now. Uh, some things that I can't really speak on right now, but man, it's 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 something that's really going to uh, shock everybody, man, and, and really uh, make it a better place for entrepreneurs of color uh, and, and, and really, man, giving them an opportunity to level out the playing field. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, what the, that's what the basis is, and that's what the whole uh, meaning behind the app was. And uh, this new pivot that COVID showed us and that this has shown us mm -hmm. is that it's, 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 it's some money in it. It's just yeah. called, it's, it just calls for a little bit of minor tweaks and uh, from on our part, man, but yeah. it's most definitely it's, it's most definitely caused us to pivot, man. The initial idea and you know what it's gonna be, even where it's at right now, man, it's just gonna tra keep transforming into something uh, much and much greater. You know, we working on it every day. I'm a stickler okay. for research. I'm a stickler for reading. You know, uh, so man, I'm I'm trying to learn every day. And if somebody think of something that you know that they feel like can make it better, you know, any requests and everything, I'm a software developer. Uh, by trade, so you know, uh, it's me behind it, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm incorporating things that they want daily. So uh, yeah, man, we we most definitely uh, the the initial idea is not what it is right now, mm -hmm. but COVID and all of the changes and things that's been going on has caused us to pivot. That's what's up. Yeah, and you know, you talked about in college, you know, you pivoted from shoe sales to what's the next thing, party promotion. So you know. As an entrepreneur, that's that's pretty much rule number one. Like you have to learn how to pivot. You can't be in love with what you're doing right now. I mean, you have to love what you're doing, but you can't be in love with it because tomorrow the world might not be, you know, they might not be accepting that anymore. Especially mm -hmm. right now with COVID, man, the world's just not going back. The world's just not going back to what it was. You're on point, man. So uh, it, nah, that's that's a great platform. I'm definitely gonna check it out. You know what I think that you know what I think the biggest thing is, uh, mm -hmm. and you just touched on it. I, I think the biggest thing is, man, we have to separate idea and our emotion. You know, mm -hmm. uh, granted, man, I know our business is like our baby, and I had to learn it the uh, the hard way. Actually, man, because I didn't want to pivot. I didn't. I'm like, man, this is what I made. I ain't yeah. trying to hear nothing what anybody else said. But man, something that I'm learning in business is. Yeah, man, we got an impact. We have to uh, do this. Uh, we have to do that. You know, we have to serve the community. We have to do that. But at the end of the day, man, we start a business to make money. You know, exactly. so if if if, uh, if if any advice that I can give to an entrepreneur, man, let go of it. If it's not making you any money, no matter, you know, I, we, we understand, you know, that you started it for this reason. And granted, it's a different situation if, you, if, if you know you're making a little bit of money, but you see the long road, but man, if you see an opportunity to keep your same values and your same goals and attain them, mm -hmm. man, it, it, it might not be your initial idea. Like you just said, man, make that move. Yeah. Uh, emotions emotions and business do not mix together. 
Yeah. If I can just say the least. Yeah. That's 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 rule number two. <laughs> yeah. Rule number one, you got pivot. Rule number two, you can't be emotional. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah. That's 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 something that me me and my wife man, we we fight about all the time, man. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, you know, she she's a uh, you know she's a emotional person, you know, mm-hmm. and, and something that you know that. I had to learn it now. You know, we 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 kind of learn it together at the same time. Is we cannot be attached to any idea. Yeah. Uh, if it ain't working, man, it's getting tossed. Uh, yeah. Sorry, but uh, you know, I don't care if it's my idea, anybody else's idea. It's getting tossed if it's not working because yeah. you know we want to be one of those companies that can sustain. For you know, uh, when you think about all these big companies, uh, you you know, we just sit back and hear. And you know, if if I don't have my entrepreneur cap on, and they say, well. Uh, Walmart's uh, been uh, been around a hundred years. You know, Coca-Cola been around eighty something. We just think like, oh yeah, man. But no, man. You know, like how we see it right now, man. If somebody don't pivot, it's over with. Yeah. Blockbuster didn't pivot; they done with. So, yeah. if you thinking that you gonna stay in it for the long haul, you just gonna keep doing the same thing, man. You sadly mistaking yourself. Yeah. And, you know, one, one company I always bring up, especially on the subject of pivoting, is Amazon, right? You know, they, they started from a bookstore, you know, went on to selling other goods. Now they're no longer just a retail giant. Now they got streaming services. They got web hosting. Uh, they have groceries, right? Because, definitely. you know, they're, they're looking four or five months ahead. They're looking, okay, once COVID's done, What's re- what's really gonna happen with people? Are they gonna still be scared to go outside? Which I think they are. You know, a great number of people are not gonna be comfortable being in large groups anymore. You know, right. Especially with the with the way it's kind of been percolated uh, right now. Percolated right now is like everyone's so scared of being in any confined room with more than like ten people. Which you know, whether you you know whether you're gonna get sick or not, that's a whole other thing. Whether you know we do gotta protect ourselves. But that's going to carry on, right? The, the, the impact that COVID has is going to carry on to the future. And the companies that are ready to pivot or are pivoting during this moment are really going to come out of this way, way in a better position than they are right now. Mm-hmm. One book, you know, one book I have, because when I started my journey, mm-hmm. right, one, I, had, I got a mentor right away. You know, that's a, that's a cool part about network marketing. Whether you're going to do network marketing or you want to, you know, just take the platform and, and the mentorship from it, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, if you, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to do something for yourself, but you have no idea what to do, go join a, met, a network marketing company. Don't just join anyone. Go join one with a really good leadership and a good mentor program because they're going to teach you things that you have to know, right? One is emotional control. You have to be able to control your dominate your your emotions dominate your body. And one book I have that's really, really great for that, it's called Switch on Your Brain by okay. Carol Lee. I'm going to take, take that down. Switch on Your Brain? Yeah. Switch and, on. you know, it's so key to be able to control your emotions when you're going through it. Because like my other mentor says, it's the worst when you're going through it. Right? Anything's the worst when you're going through it. So, if you have, if you don't have that control of your, your emotions, your mind, you're not going to be able to get through that. You're going to come out of that, you know, weaker, maybe less energy, 
you might be discouraged all, uh, altogether. So right. you really, you know, that that's a key, key factor to be able to succeed, man. to be able to come out of this. You hit, you hit it right on the head, man. I, I kind of uh, speak in that, speak on, uh, speak on that. Like I said in my book, The Hood Scholar, man, just, uh, about a lot of kind of tying in a lot of that stuff that happened yeah. with me, like when I was telling you those ups and those downs, those mountains and valleys and yeah. things like that, just uh, really just staying level-headed, you know, yeah. uh, just staying level-headed. And even when things going good, I'm not getting, I'm not riding a high horse, I'm not, yeah. you know, and when it get low, I'm still level-headed, you know. Yeah. And I kind of just, that's, I feel like, man, that's something that entrepreneurs have to, have to learn, man, because if, if we can take it back to, man, when I was selling those shoes, uh, if I can tell you, man, I I, probably, I think, man, I think when I was having, when I was selling those shoes, man, I had more money in my bank account than I do right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my company got valued at over a million, over a million dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, I thought that it was going to last forever, you know? And my emotions was riding with it. So yeah. I was I was young back then, man. I was doing all type of crazy stuff, man. I go and spend my money on anything, man. I was going out to the club every night just because I was getting it as fast as I as I can go, man. But uh, when I hear you say that, man, it just made me think about where were, where where were my emotions at when I was uh you know when I was making that money? Uh, what what were my what were my thought process? I was I was making a lot of emotional decisions, emotional purchases, uh, not thinking what my business had on, you know. Yeah. And it really came to hunt me, man. Uh, it, man, it really came to hunt me. But man, it just that just made me think about that when you when you tell me that, man. Uh, uh, just some of those principles that you were talking about and switch switching on uh, my brain, yeah. switch on your brain. Yeah. So as a you know, if people are listening to this, they're starting off, especially right now, going through it. You know, maybe they start a business during this quarantine, during this pandemic, or they started right before. It. You know, what, what's a little wisdom, a little advice you would give someone that's maybe struggling right now? Maybe they're trying, you know, their energy is starting to dip a little bit. What would you tell them? Man, I w- I w- I'm going to say this, man. Uh, I don't know, you know, what your religion is, uh, what anybody's religion is, man, or whatever you believe in, man. You got to have faith uh, in this entrepreneurship things, man. And I can only speak from my point of view, you know. Uh, faith is something that you're going to have to keep man, on you, man, like nothing, nothing else, you know, because uh, nobody else not going to believe in your idea. Uh, And and if if everybody is, man, you may be thinking too small, you know? So uh, when I set out on on this journey, man, I'm trying to compete with Amazon's. And uh, people not going to think that. And, you know, you might tell somebody something and things not going to go your way. But you have you got to have faith, you know, faith in whatever it is. Uh, I, I choose, you know, put my faith in God, you know. Uh, but whatever it is that you put your faith in, you got to know that that's going to come true. And yeah. if nobody around you, you know, uh, believes it, uh, your girlfriend might not believe it, your mom might not believe it, yeah, your business partner might not believe it. But you have to remember your, your why, you know. Yeah. You remember your why. And you got to have faith and attach that faith to that why, man, and just knowing that, you know, things, it might not be, it might not be the best right now, man. But like I, like I said earlier, man, when you stay level-headed, man, and you keep that faith, it just always, life just have a, always have a funny way of working itself out. You know, when I, I, I read, 
I read the everything story, you know? And when we start talking about Jeff Bezos, man, oh, they said, oh, man, Jeff Bezos is going to be the uh, first, he on track to be the first trillionaire, right? So that sounds so good, man. And, and just thinking, thinking <laughs> about, like, man, man, but I'm reading his book, man, I'm seeing how, man, he was running Amazon when he was out of Houston with no money, like, He's dead broke. All his money is in his business, yeah. you know? And he got to stop at a Motel 6 and have roaches crawling the ground. But nobody sees that, you know? But he had to have faith in his vision, you know, uh, of what he, what, you know, what, whatever he believed in, what God told him, what, you know, what, what anybody told him, he had to have faith in it. Because if he, if he didn't believe in it, he would quit. They're like, you know, man, let's go, son, man. He said, this wasn't part of my plan, you know? This wasn't part of my plan. Another person, man, Tyler Perry. I read Tyler Perry book, man, and just seeing how this man's 6'5", six, 6'5", five, six, five, sleeping in a car, man, in downtown Atlanta, you know? And, and now we look at him now like, man, he got a studio, you know, Tyler Perry Studios, the biggest studio on the, you know, on the uh, on the East Coast, you know, all of this stuff, man. It's, and, and you see that journey, man, but you don't see the faith that it took to get there. And, and I encourage anybody, man, your favorite person, your favorite person, man, your favorite entrepreneur, whoever you look up to, man, go and look at the backstory. Yeah. Go and look at the backstory. You're going to see a lot of stuff that you never would have thought happened. And, and that, should, that should encourage you in the least, man. And it's, it's, a, it's a podcast that I listen to frequently, man. When I'm down, you know, uh, you know, you know how entrepreneurship is. Uh, you know, you might get down sometimes and get, you know, get down on when my faith is running low. Uh, I kind of think, I think back, and I talked about this in my in my book. I think back on my faith files, uh, and uh, that's just showing me, you know, times that I got through it, other hard times that I got through. But it's a podcast. It's a podcast. I, I'm, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with it, but it's called uh, How I Built This by Guy Raz. And man, man, you got it. It's it, it, they showing all the people. People who created Shopify, the people who created uh, all of these different things, Dell, and they're telling their backstory, you know. So once you see, you see where it is right now, man. But when you listen to those backstories, man, it's a great podcast. Uh, okay. It just, it just really is, is, is not going to do anything but encourage you, man. That's, that's, that's what. The, but you got to keep that faith, man. If, yeah. if I don't tell you nothing else, man, if you don't take nothing else from this interview, I want to make sure that. In this entrepreneurship journey, you gotta have your faith, and it gotta it, it gotta be on another level, man. Yeah. It gotta be on another level for you to sustain it. Because if if not, so man, you just gonna get pushed by the wayside. And when something happens, you know you just gonna you just gonna fall by the wayside. Yeah, yeah, nah, man, that's that's true. You really, you know, you gotta have that mind right. You can't you can't look at that success and and think that it happened overnight. <clears throat> You have to know this. It's a grind. It's a struggle. But at the end of the day, you know, keep your face, keep your head down, believe in what you're doing, and, and you're going to come out of it. You're definitely going to come out of it. Yes, sir, um, man. Yes, yeah. sir, man. They call it working in the waiting room, you know? Yeah. Uh, working working in the waiting room, man. Can you tell us again where to find you, Javante? Uh, yes, man. Uh, you guys can follow. Uh, find First off, you can find Never Know Exchange. Uh, on the App Store and Google Play, uh, you guys can read my uh, my best-selling novel called The Hood Scholar. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. You also can find it on Melanoid Exchange. Uh, 
Uh, you can follow the Metal Nut Exchange on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You also can find me uh, at Ham Go Ham uh, on all social media platforms. All good, man. Well, you know what? It's been great having you on the podcast, Javante. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. It's a blessing, man. And Thank I appreciate you. you. Thank you. Well, you know what? You know, you can find all his links in the description of the video. Uh, and, you know, it's been a great episode. Thank you again, Javante. And this has been Retired 25 Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Appreciate it, man. Y'all be blessed.